You know, everyone who does a radio show or a podcast has their own persona. And when they stray from that persona, people really don't want to listen. And something I realized yesterday about, I don't know, maybe 3.15, 3.30, is I've kind of strayed from my persona the past week or maybe two weeks even. I mean, people don't come to this show to hear me as a glass-half-full kind of guy. And that's what I've been. I learned my lesson. The Saints don't deserve a glass-half-full kind of guy. I don't know what they deserve. But maybe they'll get it coming up after we hear Phil on Datitude next. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends elsewhere who are just sick and gosh darn tired of this crap. Crap! These are your up and down, bipolar, schizophrenic New Orleans Saints. Vikings 20, and in fact, they're, they're schizophrenic and bipolar in the same game. They play two different games. They play a first half of crap and a second half to show you, hey, look what we could be. <laughs> you believed it, you stupid sap. Yep, I'm guilty. My hand's raised. I'm guilty. Vikings 27, Saints 19. This is Datitude, episode number 189 for a really crappy, rainy Monday, November the 13th, 2023. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times-Picayune, the advocate at bet.nola.com. You know, this morning, as I often do on Mondays, especially when it's a bad Monday, I like to turn on um, Boomer and Geo. I've talked about this. If you don't know who Boomer and Geo, I'm sure you know who Boomer Esiason is. Former quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals and New York Jets, went to the Super Bowl. It's on CBS. Well, he has his own radio show, if you don't know. And uh, with a guy named Geo. I don't even know, know Geo's last name, but I, I often watch the show. I think they are It is like old school... What radio used to be is no longer anymore. I don't know what happened to this radio. But it's entertaining. I don't care one iota about a single New York team. Not even a little bit. But they're so good that they make me want to watch the show. And I watch it at least twice a week, sometimes more. But especially after a day like today when the Saints just completely sucked an egg. And I'm talking about rotten Leftover from Easter, been sitting in your front yard since April, kind of egg. That's what the New Orleans Saints were yesterday. And I, look, I said in the open, I don't know what made me be glass half full kind of guy. Now, look, the whole way I've told you the Saints are going to be the rest of the year, a roller coaster ride, I still believe that, up one week, down one week, up maybe two weeks. Don't, let, don't believe in them for too long because they'll bring you back down to where they are. They'll, they'll even tell you that. We'll get to that in a little bit. I've got clips from Dennis Allen, Jameis Winston, and Teran Matthew coming up. But Teran Matthew basically tells you, look, we are the roller coaster. Basically tells you don't expect anything from He doesn't say don't expect anything from us. But that's basically what he says. Uh, so today, and it's not Derry's dime, it's Derry's, Derry Downer's dime. This is going to be kind of a tale. There is going to be a moment coming up as I, there's a reason why I'm leading off with this New York crap. Because I'll give you, a lot of you don't, I got some emails and some Twitter reaction yesterday. I'll go through a few of them where, oh, I can't wait to see how you spin this. I mean, you, people are, are idiots, first off. Think I'm going to spin, I'm not spinning anything. I tell it the way that it is, or at least that I'm not always right. There are lots of things I'm wrong about. Looks like I was wrong about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Remember earlier in the season when I said it was too early to tell? Well, maybe it's not too early to tell. 
C.J. Stroud looks like a legitimate NFL quarterback. I could be wrong about things. Why do people come at you when you're wrong about stuff but rarely ever praise you except the hardcore people who listen? I've got a few people who every now and then say you were right about such and such. But people love, they love to come at you when you're wrong about something and then they crawl back in their hole when you're right. By the way, Speaking about schizophrenia and bipolar, you can see where this show is going to be all day long. Because here I am talking about people, idiots. But they all kind of relate. Because where I'm going with this is, in the New York stuff, there are lots of idiots on this planet. Some of them live in New Orleans. Some of them wear black and gold visors. Some of them hold clipboards. Some of them wear helmets. Some of them sit and stand. Some of them scream at their televisions. There are idiots of all forms and fashion. There are some of them sit in front of a microphone and tell you they were wrong. There are all sorts of idiots on this planet. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. You don't have to be a jackass about it afterwards. You don't, well, what I'm saying is if someone else is wrong, why do you, who finds comfort in telling someone, <laughs> the Saints suck, I'm a Saints fan, but by God, you were wrong. Who does that? Who, who enjoys doing that? Don't get it. Don't get it at all. But you know what? Live in your glory. Live in your glory. I got another one. I'm not going to even mention the guy's name. Told you Derek Carr sucks. You're blaming yesterday on Derek Carr? I'll tell you what, this is how today's going to go. By the way, Derek Carr was 13 of 18 for 110 yards with, uh, for, I mean, he, he wasn't, was he great? No. 13 of 18 for 110 yards. What do you expect when you have to go back to one Mississippi boom? Because that's what yesterday was again. Remember how we've been praising the offensive line? Yeah, yeah they were terrible yesterday. Three sacks, it should have been worse. They gave up three sacks. It really could have been six, could have been seven. Against a really bad defensive line. They've got Daniil Hunter and nothing else. That offense, we told you going into the week, when, we, when Larry Holder and I talked about it, Larry Holder does his in-depth preview, dives into the stats, dives into the film, whatever. They've got Daniil Hunter and nothing else. They don't have that very good of a defensive front. You know what they did? They gave Saint, the Saints some different looks, and little clipboard, uh, clipboard Pete over there couldn't figure it out. Came in with an awful game plan. I get that the Saints were down early, but when you hand the ball off to Taysom Hill one time, when he gets one carry for six yards, you failed. I love how, and we're going to get to it in a minute again, Dennis Allen. Oh, we did some things. We ran the ball effectively early. Really? Kamari had nine carries for 42 yards. And all, the Saints ran the ball 15 times with an average of 4.3 yards per carry. One of them was Derek Carr scrambling that skewed the numbers. It's really 14 carries for 55 yards because Derek Carr had a, one rush for 10 yards trying to get away, and he didn't get a first down. It was third and forever, by the way. I, I just, it's, it's two weeks good, one week bad, uh, one week good, two weeks bad. That's what it is. Five, it equals to five and five. I fell for it. There is, so, again, there is going to be a moment in the show towards the end when I'm going to try to make you feel a little bit better because I didn't try to make myself feel better at all. I was so pissed off yesterday. And, again, there are certain, I guess maybe one or two games a year really get me fired up. And so this is the second one this year that's really got me fired up. Jacksonville is the other one. Oh, no, I guess Tampa Bay. Maybe it's Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. So every now and then I get fired up and really get ticked off. So maybe it's going to be more than two or three this year because there'll definitely be another one. But I let myself believe that this team had a chance to move into, I don't want to say the upper echelon. I never said that, nor did I believe that. But the above-average kind of team. That's where I thought this team could be. With a win against the Vikings, that's where they would have been. I'm not going to play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game because you are who your record says you are. You are what you show me on the field. 
and I let the glass half full come into my body and take over. That's not usually who I am, but it, it, it is. That's who I was. I, I don't think I can do that anymore. I think I have to be like common Saints fan. I mean, the common Joe Blow Saints fan is a lot like today, okay? You go outside, and it's cloudy and chilly and windy and drippy outside. That's kind of how we've conditioned ourselves to be now because that's who this team is, cloudy and ugly and drippy. I, I, there's no other way to spin it. How can you not show up for an entire, that entire first half, this team looked like they wanted to be anywhere else but in U.S. Bank Stadium. I get that we don't like that place. The Saints are now 4-15. and 15. Uh, I'm sorry. Four, yeah, 4-15. Four and 15. That's right. 4-15. and 15. Saints are now 4-15 and 15 in Bloomington slash Minneapolis, Minnesota. Four times. The Saints started playing football in 1967. They've won four times in Minnesota. That's insanely piss poor. How is that even possible? Twice in the last 30 years. How is that possible? Some of the Saints' worst victims, are the Saints karmically paying out the wazoo for pigs have flown? That's my question today. I mean, or did, like, winning that NFC Championship game when realistically, most likely, say it whatever way you want, the Saints probably didn't have any business winning that game. Were the Saints paying before and after for that victory? Do you believe in that sort of stuff? I know a lot of people do, and I do. I don't know the answer to that. But I thought they paid their full dues with the Minneapolis Miracle because really... That game, the Minneapolis Miracle, Saints had a chance to win a Super Bowl idea, like realistically. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. But whatever it is, Saints just decided, you know what? We're going to dig a hole. We're going to let this guy, I mean, people are praising Josh Dobbs. My stuff my son says. I don't respond. I mean, people don't realize I don't respond to text by now. I mean, my phone was going off. Finally, I turned it off without midway through the second quarter. If you text me during a Saints game, especially one like that, there's an 80% chance I'm not going to answer when they're doing well. There's a 99.99% chance I'm not going to answer when they're doing piss poor. So, yep, I turned my phone off. Anyway, get the text from my, from my son. And this is just one of them. This is one of many. I mean, many. I don't want to hear this crap. Told you about Josh Dobbs. You told me what? You're not right about Josh Dobbs. You're not, you're not looking at it from where it needs to be looked at. Josh Dobbs isn't anything special. Is Josh Dobbs going to lead the Minnesota Vikings to a division title and a playoff win? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Josh Dobbs... Turned into Josh Dobbs in the second half against the Saints. But my question is, why did it take until the second half for Josh Dobbs to turn into Josh Dobbs? I don't understand. It makes no sense. You can try to explain it to me until the cows come home. If, you're st if there's still any uber-positive person out there, please, by all means, show yourself. The Saints in the first half... Gave up 297 total yards of offense. You know how many they gave up in the second half? 91. The only way that's possible is if you have your head so far up your ass you can't see to tomorrow. It makes no sense. That's the same Vikings team that was coached by Kevin O'Connell, who I think is a great coach, or is going to be a great coach at least, with the same quarterback, with the same offensive line, with the same whatever weapons. T.J. Hawkinson might have been a little banged up, but he came back and played. Same team. 
They had like 40 yards passing in the second half. They couldn't do a damn thing. Where was that defense? People want to keep blaming Derek Carr. And now I guess they'll blame Jameis Winston too, by the way. You can blame Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, whatever quarterback you want to blame. But when are we going to start blaming the defense? This highfalutin, vaunted defense. They didn't show up in the first half. They didn't show up. Why? What's the answer? I don't know, Teran Matthew. What is the answer? Well, it's the, it's the same, uh, you know, song we've been kind of preaching. Um, you know, got off to another slow start today. Um, you know, obviously the, the quarterback was able to make some plays um, and really felt like it kind of got out of hand, you know, in the first half. Uh, felt like in the second second half at times we kind of settled down, um, made a few stops, but, uh, you know, overall, you know, very, very disappointing. Very disappointing. That's how you'd put it? Very disappointing. It's your job. And I don't mean just Teran Matthew. It is your job, Saints defense. You work your keisters off to put yourselves in a position. I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrating myself. And just like other Saints fans are, I guess what I'm saying is what I say in the, in the, in the headline. I understand why you're angry. The question is, are you less angry if you conditioned yourself to think that this team was going to fail? Do you feel better? Are you less angry if you're, like, tweeting me and texting me, hey, Derry, this team sucks. You were wrong. I was right. Do you feel better? Does that make you feel better? TDB writes... And he was not one of the, uh, the jerks, by the way. TDB writes, and he signed, he signed this as Mad Saints fan. So Mad Saints fan writes, oh, yeah, at least that little kicker, and that's not the word he used, but I'm not going to use that word here. At least that little kicker didn't cost them the game for once. All nonsense aside, how does management still have employment attached to their active profile? They should all be fired, including Miss Gale. Well, Scale can't be fired. She owns the team. She can do whatever she wants. Um, I don't have an answer to that. But here's the, here's the part that's going to be Derry Downer, and this is the part I said even when I was glass half full last week and the week before that. This is the chance for this team to do anything, and I still think they will because the other teams in this division are awful. Atlanta lost at Arizona yesterday in a game that they had won and let it slip away again because that's what they do. They let it slip away. And they'll have another new coach next year and they'll be the same Atlanta Falcons and whatever, blah, blah, blah. How bad is this division going to be like next year? Because the Saints are going to be cash-strapped. Back to my point. The Saints are going to be cash-strapped to make you feel even worse than you already feel. This isn't getting better. All you Derek Carr haters out there, and there are tons of them. I think even, like, the, the non-haters are, like, diving into the pool now because they have nothing better to do. All you, non, all you Derek Carr haters, guess what? Barring injury, now, he might miss the next game because that looked like a pretty bad concussion, and we don't know how bad his shoulders hurt. That's the same shoulder. He just hurt that shoulder a few weeks ago. He might miss time. You might get Jameis Winston. So you super-duper Jameis Winston haters, boy, you're really going to get a dose of, of a crap sandwich. But all you Derek Carr haters, barring, the, barring injury or early retirement or <clears throat> uh, and probably completely unlikely not happening parting of the ways, you're stuck whether you like it or not. You can hate all you want. You should go feed pigeons on Sunday because you got at least, again, barring injury, you have at least 24, probably going to make the playoffs, 25 games more of Derek Carr as the Saints' starting quarterback. And I don't know why anyone would think this team, uh, well, I mean, if they lose, they can get higher in the draft and get themselves a, 
great starting quarterback in the draft. The Saints don't do that. It's not their MO. It's never been. The last Saints quarterback that was drafted that, that started a game was Ian Book a couple years ago. That was one game, and it was out of there was no other choice. That's the only reason why Ian Book started. You want to know the last quarterback that started multiple games in a season for the Saints? Multiple games. I'm not even talking about a lot. I'm talking about four one year and two the year before that. The last quarterback that started multiple games in a season that was drafted for the Saints, I'm sure you don't remember because it brings up bad memories. And a lot of you weren't really Saints fan back then if you're under the age of, I don't know, 30-something because you don't remember it. Danny Werfel. Danny Werfel. Oh, Danny Werfel. That's right. He started for the Saints. Yeah. Danny Werfel. Before that, I'm not sure because I didn't go beyond that, but I'm fairly certain it was Archie Manning before that. This is not the M.O. of this team. It's not what they do. It's never been what they do. It's certainly not what they do under Tom Benson, now Gail Benson. How long is Mickey Loomis going to be around? I don't know the answer to that. But as long as Mickey Loomis is here, first of all, Dennis Allen's probably not going anywhere. Whether you hate it, like it, love it, can't stand it, don't want to watch again with him on the sideline. Doesn't make a difference what you want. It really doesn't make a difference. Get over yourself. Dennis Allen's probably not going anywhere. And it also means that the Saints probably aren't going to draft a quarterback in the draft. Think about where they're going to draft. If the Saints lost the rest of their games, and I mean every single one sucked to high heaven, which isn't going to happen, by the way, but if they sucked to high heaven and lost the rest of their games, they'd still pick, like, I don't know, seventh. Maybe fifth at best, sixth. There are some really, really bad football teams out there. You don't believe me? How about the New England Patriots, 2-8? and eight? Tennessee Titans are now 3-6. and six. Are they going to win five games? I don't know. The New York Giants definitely aren't going to win five games. The Arizona Cardinals, definitely not going to win five games. The Los Angeles Rams might win five games because they have the Saints on their schedule. The Chicago Bears, Saints beat them, so they would have to win six games. The Packers, they have three wins. The Panthers have one win. You see where I'm going with this. The Bucs have four wins. The Saints aren't going to be in the top ten of this draft. I mean, realistically. Even if you think the Saints are absolute garbage in there, if you're still spouting off, by the way, you're wrong. If you're still spouting off that the Saints are only going to win seven games this year, because that's what you're hoping in your heart, you're a moron, first off. But second off, if that's what you think and hope for and want, you're going to be sorely disappointed. There is zero chance, and I mean zero, 0.0 0 .0 chance this team doesn't win at least two more games, probably three, probably four. They're going to win eight or nine games and win this division by default. So if that's not, not what you want, then go feed the pigeons on Sunday. You're wrong. I was wrong for this week. But you're wrong in general of what you want from this team and what you see. The immediate future of this team, you can hate them, you can love them, you can do whatever you want, but Derek Carr is the immediate future of this team whether you like it or not. Dennis Allen is the immediate future of this team whether you like it or not. The best that you can hope for if you're one of these miserable human beings that just can't wait for someone to get fired is for Pete Carmichael to exit stage left. And it's not going to happen this year. If it happens, it's going to be at the end of this year. But I'm not even sure that's going to happen. But he was awful. In your defense, I'm going to back you up on this one. Because Pete Carmichael yesterday wasn't even worthy of a clipboard. Forget the first half. Here's what pissed me off more than anything. You want to know what pissed me off yesterday about Pete Carmichael? That last play. Why? Go back and watch it if you get a chance. Oh, not, not, not the last play. I'm sorry. The, the play that Jameis threw the interception on, basically the last play before the Vikings ran out the clock and then the Saints got the ball back with, with a chance for a Hail Mary. 
I'm talking about the, the, the realistic last play. You've got like two minutes left or a little under two minutes. You just hit the two-minute warning. I think it was the play after the two-minute warning, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, you know what? I'm going to look this up. I'm not going to even pause my thing here. I'm not going to even pause it. I'm going to go look at it while we're on. Yep, it was the play after the two-minute. You come out of the two-minute warning, and this is the play you talked about at the timeout. You're at the Minnesota 46-yard line. You need a touchdown, and then you need a two-point conversion. But you got to worry about the touchdown first. You've got yourself, and I, I feel like I'm having deja vu. I think I said the same thing, like, I don't know. Maybe it was the Green Bay game. I don't even remember what game. Maybe it was the Jaguars game. I think it was the Jaguars game. I think, I, like, I'm saying the same exact thing I said before. You're at the Minnesota 46-yard line with right after the two-minute warning. And you design a play. All you got to do is go little chunks. Little chunks at a time. You got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Little chunks. Go six yards here, eight yards here, five yards here, ten yards there, and you're in the end zone and you got plenty of time. But no, what do you do? And this has been a recurring theme, by the way, all year long. Not only do you throw it deep, which was asinine by itself, and you can blame Jameis all day long. This is a play call. This is a, a different quarterback doing the same dumbass thing that Derek Carr did multiple weeks ago until they kind of quote-unquote air quotes changed things. They went back to the whatever stupid-ass playbook they had against Jacksonville and beyond, they went back to it yesterday. And this is the dumbest of dumb. Again, I set it up for you. What do they do? Not only do they throw it deep, go, go back and watch the play. There are three receivers in the same, within five yards of each other, deep. Nobody's underneath. And the receiver on the other side is deep as well. They were throwing it deep no matter what. So you can blame Jameis all day long. He probably had one outlet. And if I was Jameis, I would have said, you know what, screw you, Pete. I'm throwing it short. But I'm sure Jameis wasn't thinking that way. Too happy-go-lucky. You throw it deep. A minute, it's one thing if there's like 30 seconds left. Even then, I think you would try to get 15 yards and get closer and make it realistic. But no, there's a minute and 56 seconds left. So look, at best, let's say the Saints get the pass there and they're whatever, and then they score in the next play and there's like 120 left and they get to two-point version. Let's be optimistic as possible. Do you have any faith whatsoever? I don't care how the defense played in the second half because this would be a different story because now this is for the game. Do you have any faith at all in this game? The Saints didn't deserve to win at all. Do you have any faith that this team's going to stop the Minnesota Vikings? I don't. So after all I spewed about Try not to get overly hyped about what the Saints should do or would do. The reason why I'm saying I'm on your side when it comes to changes need to be made. I'm not necessarily on your side when it comes to Derek Carr. I don't think it's his fault. What I'm telling you is it's not going to change. What I'm telling you is the same thing I've been telling you. They better win this year. Because it's not getting any better anytime soon. Yeah, sure. We all know how the movie ends. Eventually, most likely, the most likely ending for this team is it ends in sheer disaster, probably in 2025. And when I mean sheer disaster is they go on some really long losing streak and Derek Carr says, I can't take this anymore and I can't believe I came here and... Dennis Allen finally gets fired, and it won't be in the, in the middle of the season, by the way. It'll be at the end of a 4-13 and 13 campaign, and Saints fans will be screaming, you should have fired him three years ago, and who are they going to get at quarterback, and blah, 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 and Mickey Loomis will resign. That's the Derry Downer we know and love. I'm just telling you. Maybe I'll be wrong again. The point is, again, enjoy this year. 
as much as the roller coaster sucks when it's at its, you know, at its nadir, at its absolute bottom, they're still five and five. Man, Dennis Allen, though, what what the hell are you doing all? What are you doing all week? Uh, yeah, look, obviously disappointed with the way that we played uh, today. Uh, again, particularly in the first half of the game. Um, I've got to find a way to get this team to be more consistent. So that's on me. Um, I'll have to do a better job. So we're allowing too many first and second down conversions, not not forcing enough, you know, third downs early on in games. So um, we struggled again with the quarterback today. Um, you know, we had some opportunities to get him on the ground. We, 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 we didn't cash in on those opportunities. Um, we had some guys that were, you know, spying him and and he made some plays so you know I'd like to think that we could you know start a little faster get the momentum going a little bit quicker um, you know I do know our, our guys are you know never feel like they're out of it I do know that they're going to continue to fight and battle um, but like I said we can't we can't keep digging ourselves into these holes and that's exactly what really pisses you off if you watched all year tale of two halves Jacksonville game. Think about it. They play like they played in the second half against Jacksonville. They win that game. They play like they played in the second half yesterday. They win that game. They're on a four-game winning streak. It's insane. I've never seen a team this schizophrenic, at least not here. You know, you, I, I give Sean Payton grief mostly for his ego. But this kind of crap didn't happen under Sean Payton. They had teams that were 7-9 and and bad, but they were just bad. They were bad because their defenses were terrible. This defense is not terrible, but at times they look terrible. This offense is not terrible, but at times looks terrible. And a major problem is when they look terrible at the same time. First half yesterday, awful. They couldn't have been more piss poor than they were yesterday for that first half. And it's not anything anyone says at halftime. It's like someone gives them smelling salts or something at halftime, and then they come out and play. How do you trail a team like Minnesota? This isn't the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers or the vaunted Miami Dolphins defense or the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a mediocre Minnesota Vikings team that just got a quarterback in their building like 11 days ago. You're losing 24 to 3 and a half. And then you win the second half 16 to 3. It doesn't make any sense. Someone make it make sense. You can't do it. And then Jameis Winston comes out. Look, I've been talking about what did we talk about last year when we said he needed to start instead of Andy Dalton? One thing that he does, he's got. He's a high-risk-reward kind of guy. And I don't know about the first one, but, you know, when you're set up to fail like he's set up to fail and told to throw deep when you don't need to throw deep, it is what it is. You can blame Jameis Winston if you want. I don't care if you blame Jameis Winston. The fact is, when he came into the game, the Saints were losing 24-3. to you can blame Jameis, or was it 27? It might have been 27-3 to three when he came in the game. Whatever the score was, I know that it had to be 27-3 to three because he let him down and they scored a touchdown, and they, yeah, it was 27-3 to three when he came in. So you can blame Jameis Winston all you want. I hate Jameis Winston. Hey, Jameis Winston, you got a problem. You got real problems. Just think if you were a Giants fan and you had some dude named De, with Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson. The Raiders won a game last night with Aiden O'Connell as their quarterback. The Falcons had to go back to their rookie or second-year quarterback because Taylor Heineke got hurt. That Desmond Ritter had to come back in because Taylor Heineke got hurt. You want to go down the list of bad quarterbacks? They're all over the NFL. Who are you going to get? You think Josh Dobbs is a good quarterback? You think he's a good quarterback because he's on his 
fifth NFL team in a calendar year? You think he's a good quarterback? Get real. Jordan Love, you think he's a good quarterback? Tyson Bagent, is he a good quarterback? You want to keep going down the line? We can do this till tomorrow. Will Levis, who's taking over for Ryan Tannehill? All day long. The Saints aren't going to draft a quarterback. It's not in their MO. You can blame the quarterback. The quarterback always gets too much blame. And in this town, never gets enough credit. Usually it's he gets too much blame when they lose and too much credit when they win. Not in this town. No, not, no, 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 no sorry, Bob. Because all Saints fans can think about is Drew Brees. He's gone. He's never coming back. There's never going to be another Drew Brees in this town ever, ever again. Get real. Admit it to yourself. Then we can all move on. Derek Carr isn't Drew Brees. He's not even kind of Drew Brees. He's not supposed to be. What do you think they're saying in Buffalo right now? Josh Allen's throwing an interception like every other series. You think they're thrilled with Josh Allen right now? They thought he was, like, going to lead them to the promised land. He was going to do what Jim Kelly couldn't do. Lead them to the Super Bowl except win it. Except he hasn't done either. To a tongue of Aloha is this great offensive mastermind. Mike McDaniel for the Miami Dolphins. Leading the Dol You know what? Sure, if you're a Dolphins fan, it's fun, but they can't beat anybody worth a damn. They got one more win than the Saints have. You want to keep going down the line? I mean, who else you want to pick out of a hat? The Baltimore Ravens are supposed to be, they were the best team in the NFL. Nobody's going to beat the ball. They're six-point favorites at home against the Cleveland Browns. They have a 14-3 lead in the first quarter. They are awesome. The Browns are 0-59-1 when they're trailing over the last 60 games by 17 points or whatever it was. And yes, they beat the quote-unquote best team in the NFL. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they're fun. Trevor Lawrence is awesome. They got smoked for the second time this year at home, this time by the Niners earlier this season by the Houston Texans. So you can go down the list. I get why you're angry. I'm angry too. I'm angry for letting myself believe that this team was any more than average. But you know what? They're not worse than average. They have the same problems that about 24 or 25 other NFL teams have. There are 19 teams in the NFL, 19 out of 32, that have five wins or fewer. The New Orleans Saints are not only one of those teams, but they're at the top of that list. Are you supposed to be happy about it? Not necessarily. What are you going to do when the Saints win this division? By God, what are you going to do if the Saints win this division and win a playoff game and then stink? I mean, they're probably not going to win a playoff game because they're probably going to get Dallas at home in the first round. So realistically, that's probably not going to happen. I don't see, even on this team's best day, well... On their best day in Dallas plays like they played against Arizona, the Saints can win. But realistically, the Saints would probably be about a four to five point dog and probably not cover. So I get that. I understand it. Just be real. I mean, look, I'm telling myself to be realistic, but it could be a whole lot worse. All over the place this morning, I get it. It's like the weather outside. I don't know, it just, get, look, coming at, come at me, bro, come at me, bro. You were wrong. <laughs> I feel better now telling you you were wrong. Why? Where is this team going into the future? Who's going to play quarterback next? Is it going to be Jameis or is it going to be Derek Carr? i got to be honest. That hit didn't, that, that looked worse than him getting, you didn't even see him again. You never heard from him again. He went like bye-bye into the Netherlands. We don't know where Derek Carr went. He got destroyed. Might have should have been a penalty on that play. Whatever. You Jameis Winston haters, I think uh, as you go into the bye, you better prepare yourselves because I think there's a good chance. I'm not going to say it like last time when I said he was going to be the quarterback. 
because I was wrong, and the Saints just inexplicably rushed Dennis Carr back against Tampa Bay, and we saw what happened. So I think maybe they learned their lesson. Who knows? But I think there's a good chance that uh, you're going to see Jameis Winston when they take the field at Atlanta. Remember, last year, opening the Dennis Allen era, opened in Atlanta. It was a thriller, but Jameis Winston won it. Will we see him against Atlanta? Yeah, it's just, it's always next man up uh, mentality, and everybody out there is grateful for their opportunities, and uh, those guys, they took advantage of it. Uh, we just didn't end up on the winning side. Yeah, I'm grateful every time I get out there. I uh, just want to finish. Man, we so close. We so close. You just saw, uh, and really the first half showed it all, how uh, we were just so close to converting, and things were open, and we just needed one extra second, or we needed the ball to be right here a little bit more um i think i think we got it man like this is this is obviously you want to go with a win heading to the bye week uh but this is a time where we all gonna dig deep inside look inside of ourselves and and come out on top man i believe this team uh, has the will to persevere i believe this is a resilient team i believe we got some resilient coaches now it's time to go do that hey you can't say he's not positive you can't say he doesn't believe i mean goodness that dude's glass is so full. You better, I hope you got uh, waterproof shoes on if you're standing around Jameis Winston. Whew. He's excited. Might be the next, might be starting. Who knows? Do you want him to start? Most of you probably not. But uh, you know what? The good news is if you hate Jameis Winston and they lose to Atlanta, you can just blame Jameis Winston. You could just be hating all over the place. That's what this team is. I mean, it's just, I don't understand some – I understand the common fan, the, just, the, just the overall general angry fan, which is why I said what I said. I understand why you're angry. I don't understand the person who's just angry in general about life. You see, the difference between the average Saints fan who's angry and the person who's angry about life is the person who's angry about the Saints, like me, they'll be over it by tomorrow. They'll, they'll, they won't be talking about football, but I'm honest. Saints are about to have a bye. They'll talk about when they're going to put up their Christmas lights, what the kids are doing in school. Little Johnny's got a playoff football game this weekend. Second round, they won last week. You know, actually, if, they, if Little Johnny's in the second round of the high school playoffs, they probably don't even care about the Saints. But you know what I mean. They're going to... Uh, Wherever this weekend, they're going to have a fun weekend. The Saints aren't playing. They're going to take their kids to whatever park. Whatever. Enjoy it. Saints cannot lose this weekend. We know that. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's disheartening, but at the same time, you look up and you listen to guys like Boomer and Geo, and you wonder, what if I lived in New York and I was a football fan in New York? If you're a Jets fan, just think about it. The Jets, you know how many touchdowns the Jets have scored this season? It's really, it's almost unfathomable. You think the Saints' offense is bad and chaotic and whatever? The Jets have scored eight, count them, eight touchdowns, eight offensive touchdowns this year. How is that even possible? Zach Wilson is a joke. The Jets are a joke. The Patriots driving down the field against the, the lowly Colts. Their defense plays a whale of a game. Mac Jones. You think Mac Jones? You, you're upset about Derek Carr? How about Mac Jones? They drive down the field, and he throws an interception to end the game. Patriots should have won that game. You're the Raiders. You're fired up now because you got a new interim coach, and teams are the Raiders are doing what a lot of teams do when they get an interim coach and win early. They'll be back to being crappy later on. They're the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell, you think Aiden O'Connell's going to keep leading them to victory? He only threw one touchdown pass. The Chargers, how would you like to be a Chargers fan? I think most Saints fans would probably say the Chargers are better than the Saints. Why, I don't know, but they probably would. The Chargers gave up 41 points to the Lions. Are the Saints going to give up 41 points to the Lions? I don't think so. Are they going to stake? The Lions aren't that great defensively either, by the way. We'll see. We're going to find out in just a few weeks because they play them on December 3rd in the Dome. Next home game. 
Chargers lost 41 to 38 to the Lions. How about the Broncos who play the Bills tonight? Sean Payton was going to change everything. Three and five. The Broncos are three and five. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Everything was right. Remember, they were they were in most people's top five. I bought into the hype. Part of the reason why I was pissed off yesterday was not just it was wasn't just the Saints. Everything that could go wrong for me, fantasy football and my best bets. I have a chance, actually, I have no idea how, but if the if the Bills win and win by at least, I think, two, then I cover my last bet and I finish two, two, and one in my best bets. How I have no idea. But my biggest bet was of the week was a money line parlay. If you don't understand betting, that's fine. Basically, I just needed I needed these three teams to win. All they needed to do was win. Forget a point spread. My biggest bet of the year. It was Seattle to beat Washington, sweated that one out. Cowboys to beat Giants, didn't sweat that at all. But the first one was, the, the bet was over by the time Seattle took the field because the first leg of the bet was the Bengals to beat Houston at home. Basically even money. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to tell you how much I bet, but $10 on that bet would have won me $10. No point spread, no nothing. Those three teams got to win. And the Bengals, who were in a 10-point hole at home against the Houston team that had won one team on the one game on the road all year. But the Bengals are back, baby. The Bengals are one of the best four teams in the NFL. That's all I heard all week long. I bought into the hype. Tyler Boyd drops a touchdown pass that would have won my bet most likely. And then Houston comes right down the field on this. Bengals defense, which proves it's not very good. By the way, the Bengals have given up more points than they've scored this year. And they are there 5-4 and four, and at the bottom of the AFC North. They're behind the Pittsburgh Steelers, who everyone loves to hate, by the way. Lots of bad to mediocre football teams. The AFC South, they're not that good. Jaguars, Texans, Colts, Titans. Saints have finished with them. Saints went 2-2 two and two against the AFC South. They're mediocre. The AFC West, the only really good team is the Chiefs. They're not even that great. AFC East, we keep saying how great Miami is again. They've scored 285 points this year. 285 points. The Saints have scored 214. They're not that far off. We're going to find out how good the Dolphins are. They can't beat a good team. They still haven't. They still haven't beat a good team. The Saints have scored more points than the Chiefs this year. Everybody talks bad about the Saints' offense. Derek Carr's terrible. He's awful. Jameis Winston, he's terrible too. What do you want? What are you going to get? I don't know the answer to that. Saints are a lot like as we go out today, and that is a long time, I know. I was all over the place with it. But I'm just saying I understand why you're angry. That's my point. I get why you're angry. If you're a level-headed Saints fan, I am with you. We can go have a beer together. If you're a level-headed, normal, everyday Saints fan, I get it. I shouldn't have had the glass half full. I should see this coming. I should have seen it coming because the roller coaster had gone up as far as it can go. They won two in a row. It was not likely that they were going to stay up there. They're going to come back down. The next time they win two in a row, even if logic tells you that they should win, I'm going to pick them to lose. I'd rather be wrong. I'm joining. If I can't beat them, I'm going to join them. That's where I'm going. I understand why you're angry. Understand why it's raining. Here comes the rain again. Not just in real life, you look outside for the first time in like six months, it's raining. It's a perfect week for it to rain all week. It's supposed to rain all week. Perfect week for that. Here comes the rain again. Falling on my head like a memory. Falling on my head like a true emotion. That's where we are. That's where this team is. Is it going to get better? I don't know, but I'm not going to let myself believe it until I see it. How about that? If you can't beat them, join them. 
Bye week, they can't lose. What are they going to fix during the bye week? Do you have confidence that this team is going to fix anything? Is the clipboard holder going to dumb down the playbook some more? Are they going to go back to what works, Taysom Hill? I don't know why it works. I don't, stats don't mean anything. 18-1 and one when he carries it seven or more times. They can mean something or they not, not mean something. You know what? I'm going to find out. Are they going to do that? I don't know. I really don't. They're going to do it against Atlanta? I have no idea. Are they going to get back in this thing? Are they ready to come back home after that and play three straight home games against the vaunted Detroit Lions? Then they get the Giants who don't even know who their quarterback is. And Saquon Barkley may quit by then. Who knows? There, you want to talk about a mess, you could be a fan of the New York football giants. Woo! That's bad. It's gonna be an interesting rest of the season. I will say that. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you one thing. You might be angry. You might be pissed off. I understand why you're angry. But there won't be uh, there won't be it won't be for a lack of excitement because they are gonna be exciting. Here comes the rain again, and here we go. Programming note before we go off the air this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening. It's morning when I'm recording this. Uh, we're going to have one show the rest of the week. We're going to take a little break ourselves with it being bye week. We'll be back on Wednesday with Larry Holder and Uncle Big Nick. On Wednesday, we will be doing the show. We'll make all our picks. We'll look ahead to the NFL Week 11 without the Saints. We'll take Friday off. There will be no show Thursday or Friday, just Wednesday. And then next week, no Monday show. We will do the day before Thanksgiving next week, Wednesday. And then we'll be back to our regular weekly schedule the week after that. And I'll have Derry's Dime. Maybe it'll be Derry's Upper Dime. Who knows? But right now, here comes the rain again. It's not a memory. It's right here. Just look out your front window. Rewatch the Saints game, whatever it is. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Hopefully, we'll all be happier by then. Peace and love, my friends.